Chapter Twenty Seven of Soul Food. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Amy Benton. Soul Food by George Douglas Watson. Chapter Twenty Seven: The Divine Pull. Oftentimes, when I have been travelling on the cars, going at the rate of thirty or forty miles per hour, I have felt the train give a sudden pull because the engineer had turned on more steam to increase the speed to fifty miles per hour. To one who travels a good deal and has a keen sense of motion, every movement of the train can be readily detected. I could detect when the train turns in the least to the right or left, or the slightest pressure of the air brake on the wheels, or the least increase of speed. The sensitiveness to the motion of a train should be realized in the spiritual life. If we keep in a very humble and crucified state of mind, and in unbroken fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the interior sensibilities of the soul will be just as keen as those of the body. We can detect the least slackening of speed, or the least veering to the right or left, and blessed be God, we can be conscious when the heavenly engineer turns on more spiritual pressure. It will often happen in secret prayer, when all the faculties of the soul are open to the sway of the spirit, that we can feel a divine pull upon our hearts, a sudden yearning of the soul after God, stronger than hitherto, a deep, sweet passion for Christ takes hold upon the fountains of desire, a longing, an intense craving to be just like Jesus pervades the whole mind. At such moments we feel magnetized, we are conscious that an infinite lodestone is drawing our desires, affections, choices, and imaginations up into the brightness and sweetness of God. Such moments are worth more than we can conjecture. We should make everything of them. When the Spirit gives us such gentle pulls to Himself, we should open the throttle-valve of the heart to its uttermost. Let the tears flow. Let ours, if need be, glide away unheeded. Even if it is midnight, let the divine nature open its great, sweet splendors to our mind. Let us push our way at such times into the very bosom of Jesus. Let us take the hint of His drawing, and make deep and passionate love with Him. At such times, let us spread before Him all our unselfish longings for the salvation of souls, special petitions for relatives and friends and foes, for great revivals, for mission fields. While these sweet, seraphic winds blow down upon us, let us stretch every sail and oil the bottom of our ships, and make all the speed possible. Many a season of prayer is without fruit, because the Amen is said just about the time the Blessed Spirit is getting his fingers on the heart-strings for a heavenly pull. In the past few months, more than ever in my past life, I am learning to detect the gentle movements of the Holy Spirit in my soul in prayer. Sometimes I begin praying with a weary, dull feeling. My thoughts seem dry, my affections seem becalmed, and this dryness lingers for ten or twenty minutes. But by fixing my thoughts on God and asking Him to breathe in me the very prayer which will most please the Father, and then, by patiently waiting and pleading with the infant merit of my elder brother, by and by the brightness begins to come, the heart is melted, tears of love and thanksgiving flow, an inexpressible sweetness settles into all my being. Then all difficulties, all sorrows, all hardships, all burdens, all loneliness, all anxiety of every sort and degree sink away below the horizon, and I find myself in a vast prairie of blooming flowers, magnificent vistas, clear skies, and singing birds, and gently flowing streams, and my whole being seems dissolved into great drops of love. 
I find it pays immensely to watch the movements of the spirit and to abandon all the activities of my mind in cooperation with his work. Oh, that we may be yet so intimate with the Holy Spirit as to take his slightest hint and feel his gentlest pull, and always yield to loving response to his wishes. What an infinite compliment that our Heavenly Father should be willing to indicate his thoughts and his desires toward us through the emotions of his Spirit. Let us appreciate the least token we have from God. If we respond to his gentle pulls in prayer, it will enable us to more readily detect any warning or premonition which he may give us of approaching danger, or of the blessedness of some golden opportunity. End of chapter 27